This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 56. Everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your attention. Now, last week when I recorded the podcast, I was at the VMX in Orlando. And while I was there, I did a lot of learning. And so this week on the podcast, I thought I'd like to talk about lifelong learning and why it's so important to us as veterinarians, people that work in this profession. And I would say in general, it's very important for us to embrace the concept of lifelong learning for many, many different reasons. So I did some investigating and reading and learning about why it is as human beings that learning is so good for us and what does it do for us professionally, personally? What does it do for our relationships? And how can it make our lives better, more interesting and enriching? So I hope that sounds interesting to you. It sounds very interesting to me. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Why is it that we should learn? One of the reasons that it's so important that we become lifelong learners is because that our world changes so quickly. And in this profession, because we're dealing with medicine, there are constantly changes in techniques, changes in diagnostics, changes in drugs. There's constantly something changing. And that's the way it is in many professions, especially professions that deal with medicine. There's so much research and so much development. But in technology, in other arenas in the world, there's just as many, if not more, changes. And so as our profession changes, it becomes very important for us functionally in order to continue to do the job that we do to learn and to grow and adopt new techniques, new ways of doing things, and new ways of approaching not only our medical cases, but also our clients and the way we market to our clients, the way that we remind them. There's so many developments. We really do need to keep up. When a new piece of equipment comes out, we definitely need to be open to learning that piece of equipment because it will definitely help us do our jobs better. And so it's very important to be open to those things and not just dig your heels in and not want to learn new things. Now, I have a great example of this in my own veterinary life. When we were faced with the therapeutic laser machine, some of you have the class four therapeutic laser in your practices, 
And when that machine first came out, I was so skeptical. I didn't really believe that that laser therapy could help anyone. And so I really fought it tooth and nail. I had to have the machine demonstrated to me multiple times. I had to wait until some of my colleagues had used it and told me about the results they were getting with it. I had to talk to other veterinarians and friends of mine that had used it, and even people that had had the machine used on their own injuries and proposed that the machine really helped them with their pain. And it took me about, oh, at least three years before I was willing to entertain the fact that this was actually a useful thing for my practice. And so keeping an open mind and being open to learning new technologies is so important for us in practice because I have found that our therapeutic laser, the longer I've had it and the more I've used it on different types of cases, on surgical healing, burns, ear infections, all these things, it really has helped with healing. And so if I had not remained open to learning new things in my profession, I wouldn't have had the advantages of using this machine in my practice. And you know that's the way it is with drugs. There's constantly coming out with new drugs. All of the CEs that I attended uh, at the VMX, they talked about new drugs, new ways of doing things. In order to remain relevant in this in this profession, we absolutely have to be open to learning new things. Now there's also changes in the economy that we have to embrace in order to remain relevant and actually function. If we don't go along with the times and we don't learn about new things, we're not going to be able to keep up. So functionally, we definitely need to learn. Now another reason that it's important for us to embrace learning is that it keeps our passion alive. If you had to do something day in and day out that never changed, that never required you to grow, that never required you to learn anything, it would be really difficult to remain passionate about that particular thing. It would be difficult to remain satisfied. And so in order to remain passionate about something, there has to be some challenge involved. There has to be some sort of push towards perfection or push towards progress. And if there is no push, if there isn't anything that keeps you fired up, you're not going to remain passionate. It could be a hobby of yours. It can just be your job. It can be sports. Anything that you're passionate about has to progress or else you'll just lose that passion. If it's too repetitive, if there's no challenge in it, you're not going to have that fire that pushes you towards excellence. Another reason to embrace learning is that it improves your leadership capabilities. In order to be a good leader, you have to show progression. You have to study the techniques that it takes to manage your team. And in order to be a good leader, that requires you to learn about your team. It requires you to be curious. 
It requires you to be curious about yourself. It requires you to study other leaders. It requires you to work on your own self-development in order to retain your best leadership capabilities. So becoming a good leader and being a good leader is something that requires us to learn. For example, when I get a new employee or a new person that starts to work for me, I don't know anything about that person. And so in order to lead that person, I'm going to have to learn something about them. And so being a student of personality profiling, like the DISC system or the Myers-Briggs system or the Enneagram system, all the things that we've talked about on some of the previous podcasts, I have to be curious enough and embrace learning enough to try to understand this new person that's working in my practice. And by understanding them and studying their personality, that will help me integrate them into my hospital team. If I don't embrace learning, if I don't choose to try to learn about this person, I'm never going to be able to lead them the way that they need to be led. And so leadership is all about learning about yourself as a leader, learning what works and doesn't work for a certain person that's on your team, and then being open to studying that person, learning some things about them in order to adapt yourself into being the leader that that person requires to grow themselves and learn the things that they need to learn. So leadership is all about learning. Another reason that we need to embrace learning is because lifelong learning and learning about other people increases our self-awareness and therefore increases our empathy. And we all know that empathy is a skill that we need in the veterinary profession. We use it every day. Some would argue that we overuse it because sometimes it wears us out with our vast amount of empathy that we have to use every day. But by being open to learning about other people, being open to learning situational empathy is going to help us build better relationships with clients, build better relationships with our team, and therefore be more empathetic, be more open, and be more embracing of the differences that people bring to the table. It's going to help us build better relationships and help us understand people better. And that couldn't be more important, not only as a leader, but as somebody that's trying to relate to a client and teach them what needs to be done in order to take proper care of their pet. So as veterinarians and people that work in the veterinary profession, we really need to embrace this learning, not just for our medical needs, but also for our social needs and learning new ways to get information across to clients. Empathy will help us relate to our clients 
And if you can relate to your clients properly, you're going to be much more likely to convince them of the things that their pet needs and get them to follow your recommendations. And that all comes from a willingness and an openness to learning. And the last reason that I think is really interesting that we need to embrace this lifelong learning concept is that it actually makes you live longer. There's been studies that show that people that have a passion and an interest in lifelong learning and increasing their skill sets, improving their minds, will actually be healthier in a general sense, physically healthier, but also mentally healthier because they're challenging their brain and opening the possibilities to learning new things. So if I can't convince you for any other reason to continue learning, if you really don't believe that there's any good reason to learn anything new, do it to be healthier and make yourself live longer. Isn't that cool? I think that's amazing. Now we're all familiar with the way most of us learn new things about our profession and our job. Oh, and one more reason why I think it's super important that we continue to learn, and I forgot to put this on the list, but it just popped into my head. One of the main reasons is it makes us more marketable. You know I've talked about money before on the podcast, and I do love to talk about money, but if you know more and you have more skills, you are going to be more marketable. It will be easier for you to change jobs. It will be easier for you to convince clients to do what you want them to do, and therefore you can turn that into money, and it will make you more relatable. And in our profession, that's half the battle is being more relatable, more open, more understanding of people's personalities and how to relate to them. That's all going to turn into money. And so if you won't do it for your health, then do it for the money. That may motivate you more than any of the other reasons that I talked about. So let's talk about the different types of learning. Since we're talking about lifelong learning, we have to talk about the different ways that you can do it. So first of all, there's formal ways, and we all understand that because we have been trained very formally in our professions. We've gone to college for many, many years. We've had lots of book learning. We've had a lot of that formal kind of sit down in the classroom and learn. As we go through our careers, that formal learning turns into taking continuing education classes. So we're still in class. It changes into reading professional journals and learning from those, taking courses to get certifications. So these are all ways of learning that are quite formal. And so I would call that professional learning Now, another way that we can learn is more self-directed learning. And what I mean by that is taking the initiative to learn something for yourself, directing yourself to learn something new. 
Now, an example of that would be, let's say you're not really up on personality profiling and you need to have some leadership training. So that would be directing yourself to find resources where you can learn about that skill. Taking the initiative to teach yourself something new by studying something. It could also mean learning from other people around you, taking yourself to another hospital where there's somebody that does something that you don't do, learning from one of the associates in your practice, learning from one of your technicians or your receptionist if it's something that they know that you don't know. Taking direction from other people by taking the initiative yourself to ask to have them teach you something that you don't currently know is what self-directed learning is all about. Now you can also learn indirectly from people through a relationship that you have with them. And that just means being around people and taking on some of the things that they know or do that you don't necessarily know. I talked on one of the other podcasts about the proximity principle, and that was a book that I was reading. Well, this indirect learning is basically being in the proximity of people that know things that you don't know. And this is very important to your personal development, because if you hang around with stupid people, you're going to become stupid. You're not going to learn anything from them. So what you want to do is you want to put yourself in the proximity of people that are smarter than you, that know something that you don't know. And so that could be self-directed learning, or that could just be indirect learning. Because if you're hanging around with very smart people, and they're talking about things that you don't necessarily know about, some of that learning is going to soak in. So if I want to learn about finance, I need to hang around people that are really good at finance. So as they are talking about it, I am indirectly learning about it. If I want to learn about opera, which is something that I've learned about in the last few years because of my daughter, I need to hang around with people that know about opera. And that's how you learn about it. And I have indirectly learned a lot about opera just by going to the shows, seeing my daughter sing, watching the operas and absorbing the knowledge that the people in the audience and the people around me have about that particular art form. And you can also learn indirectly by traveling, going to other countries, absorbing the culture. That is indirect learning. The more you push yourself out of your comfort zone around people that know things that you don't know or places that you don't know anything about, the more learning you're going to accomplish. And it's not going to feel formal like sitting in a classroom, but you're still learning. It's all part of the importance of pushing your brain into learning new things. And a lot of personal growth can come from this indirect learning, but it can also come from listening to podcasts, watching videos, reading self-help books. Those are all ways to get yourself into this learning mentality. Now, when you're around other people that know things that you don't know, it's very important to not only listen and observe them, but it's also important to ask questions. Because a lot of us, 
when we're in the situation that there are a lot of people around us that we think know more than we know, we're intimidated or afraid to ask questions in order to learn. And so opening yourself up to be the kind of person that's not afraid to ask a question is very important. Now, the reason that we're afraid of asking questions is we don't want to look stupid, right? I certainly don't want to be standing around in a group of people that know everything about opera and ask some stupid question. But if I'm afraid to ask a question, I am going to learn a lot less than I would learn if I asked questions. So being the type of person that's willing to ask questions regardless of the outcome is very important. And that goes back to that primitive brain fear of failure. The only thing that can happen to us when we ask a question is the fear of being humiliated by those around us thinking that we're stupid. And that's the worst thing that can happen, right? If I'm in a group of people that know everything about finances and I ask a really dumb question about finances and they all look at me like I have three heads, the worst thing that can happen to me is that I'm a little bit humiliated. And if you can embrace a little bit of humiliation, it's worth the risk of possibly learning something. And so if they look at me like I have three heads and I'm strong enough to say, I'm sorry, but I just don't know the answer to this question, would you please enlighten me and I can get over myself and not worry about failing at this question answering thing, then I'm going to be more likely to learn. It's pretty simple, but we make it so complicated by worrying about what other people think about us. Asking questions is an excellent way to participate in the learning process for yourself. So we've talked about formal learning. We've talked about some self-directed learning, professional ways of learning, um, some indirect learning by traveling and hanging around with people that know different things than you know. We've talked about informal kind of passive learning by listening to podcasts and watching videos and watching shows on TV. We can learn in all those ways and those are all important. The most important thing about learning is that you have to have the mindset that you really want to learn because you're not going to learn anything and you're not going to progress and push yourself out of your comfort zone unless you really have a passion and a purpose to learning. And the final thing that I want to say about being a lifelong learner and embracing this concept of constantly learning till the day you die is that it increases not only your health and your well-being, but in- increases your self-confidence. It makes you a more confident person. The more you know, the more you get out of your way and ask stupid questions that you're not afraid of failing at, the more you do that and the less painful it gets, the more confidence you'll build. And we all know this is true because if you go to a class to learn a new skill, let's say in your profession, and you get some new information 
and you bring it back to your practice or you bring it back to your home, then you're a lot more likely to try something different that you've never tried before. So if it's a new surgical technique that you learned, if it's a new drug protocol that you learned, you are going to be so much more self-confident when implementing this new technique because you took the time to invest in some learning. So increasing your self-confidence is a great reason to keep learning. The more you commit to learning, the better you feel about your capabilities. And the better you feel about your capabilities is going to allow you to do more things. It's going to allow you to earn more money. If you're more self-confident, not only in your work life, but in your personal life, it's going to allow for you to feel more accomplished. You're going to think better thoughts about yourself. You're going to be more passionate. You're going to be more involved in your life. You're going to build better relationships. So self-confidence can be a very motivating thing. Increasing your self-confidence is never a bad thing. So what I'd love for you to do is think about this concept of what you're learning every day. Because if you just take one small step towards learning something new each day, you are going to embrace gratitude, confidence, purpose. There's going to be more enjoyment in your life and you will gain a more positive mindset and actually a healthier brain and body, which is really cool. I just think that's amazing. And you'll feel it the next time you take a class or the next time you discover something that you didn't learn before. Feel that feeling that comes up for you. Feel that feeling of excitement or pride or confidence or whatever it is that that learning brings to you and realize that it comes from the process of learning. Continuing to learn every day is important for your personal and professional growth. So take some steps this week to learn something new. Watch what it brings up for you and then enjoy the ride and realize how much fun it is to do some learning each day. I've really enjoyed talking to you about this concept today. I hope that you've gotten something out of it. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast, giving me feedback, giving me five-star reviews. That's really important on iTunes or Spotify. If you can do that for me, I'd really appreciate that. If you're struggling with anything, please reach out to either myself or somebody to help you. We're all here. We're all feeling the same things and we're all in the same struggles and realize that you're not alone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Have a great week and let me know what you learn. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.